down in the grip of oppression I fought for my liberty I paid with the blood of my people Freedom has never been free Now my door's always open To dreamers and friends But when I'm attacked I protect and defend Because my name is America Welcome everyone. We have a very exciting show for you today because as this week was progressing, I began to realize how little the people understand really what is going on. Yes, we can look at the border and we can see. Uh, Yes, we can go to the gas pump and we can see. But do we understand the underlying causes the as Kamala said, the root causes of what's going on as China is on a crash course to peacefully, I will use that, through economic means to take over America. And what will that mean for Americans? Somebody asked me uh, what I thought America would look like if this happens. And I said, there is a great YouTube on about Argentina. I suggest you take a look at it because Argentina was experiencing the same wealth as America was until the wrong people got in office. And now the people in Argentina are finally stopping having to eat out of garbage pails, a country that was so rich. So can it happen? Absolutely. The good news is if we understand what's going on, It makes it easier for us to plan how to stop it and to find solutions, of which there will be many. It's not one problem. If we had one problem and we could wave our magic wand and get rid of that one problem, wouldn't that be terrific? But that's not the way it is. We don't have one problem. We have multiple problems, thousands of problems, and we all remember death by a thousand cuts. And that's what is that's what they are trying to do. You're listening to the Prism of America's Education brought to you on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. The alliance is focused on education. I'm focused on education, which made a perfect alliance. Isn't that wonderful? Everything is run through education. That's where all of these things come about in education. So if we don't pay attention to this, then what will we experience? We will be experiencing exactly what we're experiencing now, the destruction of a country by affirmative action. That's exactly what's happening. They have dumbed down the American people so much that even the most illogical things are becoming acceptable. They're not acceptable folks and we have to stop accepting them. Today, I would like to talk about what the driving feature is, the underlying feature, the root cause of what is really happening. And it is being driven by 
communist China. What a surprise. It is their money. And as they are trying to gobble up America, we have to figure out ways that that's not going to happen. But if we don't understand that it, that's exactly what they're trying to do, then we won't stop it because we won't recognize it. Well, recognizing it is what we have to deal with. And I have brought two longtime warriors and wonderful friends to join me, to join us today and go through what is happening in America and what we can do, if anything, to stop it. The good news is, folks, I won't leave you hanging. Yeah, we can stop it, but we have to be dedicated. And that's what understanding the plan is all about. So in 2015, the powers that be decided that it would be impossible for them to put companies out of business by going to the American people and making demands of them. So they flipped it around. And rather than making demands of the American people, they have made demands of the corporations, of the banks and of the businesses. And it makes it easy for them to regulate industries out of business. They don't want competition, they weren't interested. I remember a case in point, a light bulb that we used to have, an incandescent light bulb that was pennies. Well, that wasn't good and it wasn't made in China. So what happened? George Bush helped the EPA outlaw the light bulb. I remember big fights that were in Congress over a light bulb. Now light bulbs are $7. Isn't that exciting? And they're made in China. That's even better. So how did all of this come about? Well, China decided, if you read their book, that over the next 100 years, they can stealthily take over America. And they can do that by infiltrating education, infiltrating every aspect of every business, because Americans are wonderful, and they believe everybody is like them, and they are motivated by money. So if you throw enough money at them, or you buy enough properties, you gain control. And that's what they were intending to do. Well, now the big problem is they control and they control about a third, I would say, of our Congress, if not more. They control it by donations. They control it by bribes. They control it by a whole mess of things. But they are in control. Make no mistake. So they came up with an idea. Now, in China, they call it social credits because the government owns all of the businesses already. But in America, the problem was Americans own the businesses. How dare they? They are not supposed to own anything and be happy that they don't own anything. So the Chinese got together with the big banks, the world banks, the global banks, and they all got together and they decided to come up with affirmative action, which means the mediocre pot, as long as they are the right ethnicity and the right 
uh, inclusiveness and they will have all equity. Everybody will have the same thing. So they came up with a program that was affirmative action for corporations. And they called it ESG, which was environmental, social, and governance. And instead of rating a corporation on whether or not they made a quality product and ran a tight ship and a profitable corporation, they are now rating the corporation on whether or not they follow environmental regulations, follow um, social justice regulations, how many people are on their board? What color? What is the makeup of their board? Do they have enough minorities on their board? Every time you get a yes, you get a higher ESG score. And then governance. Oh, my goodness. What are they doing? Are they following whatever the government says? Do they raise their prices? Do they, do they raise their salaries? Do they accept transgenders? Did they change their bathrooms? All kinds of nonsense like that. And now these corporations are being rated that way. And that has become more important than can they make a quality product or are they a profitable corporation? That doesn't enter into the picture. Now, why would you say that? Because the products will come from China and they will be as profitable as the taxes will allow them to be. And that's why I can say that. So the, the, uh, right now, what we are attempting to do through a variety of states is say, no, wait a minute, that's not the way we want our investors to invest in our corporations. Now, on the flip side, that handles the corporations. On the flip side, we have what is going on with the individual. Oh, it's not going to affect me, you say? Oh, wrong, wrong. There was, there was an executive order and the executive order is order 14067. And that executive order has now created a digital currency. And Obama wants this digital, not Obama. I said Obama. That's because he's really the man pulling the strings. But O'Biden <laughs> wants this digital currency to be funded by we the people and to be active by the end of the year in December. And basically what his goal is, is to eliminate the dollar. And with that comes a whole lot of horrible atrocities. So I have asked Sally Baptist, who is the host of blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Statesman, of which I am a frequent guest. Thank you, Sally, to explain what they we know now what they're going to do to the corporations what are they going to do to the individuals sally oh i'm telling you people don't realize i mean the communism is that has taken over it's it's unbelievable that most people don't truly appreciate it but for going back just a little bit to the corporation um you, you depending you're not you may or may not be able to get a job if you're not the right color the right gender the whatever so just think about how you try to get a job these days because now the corporations are more worried about diversity than they are getting anything done. So that puts burden on you just as a employee, uh, employee out there trying to make a living. 
But then when you go into this um, ESG stuff, the environmental, social governance, and the money, the digital money, they're going to monitor everything you do. They're going to say, well, wait a minute. You can only have so much electricity in your house because it's not government. It's not going to be environmentally friendly to do that. So if you want to have air conditioning, okay, but you probably won't have a refrigerator. They're going to monitor things like that. The same is true when it comes to you want to go someplace. They're going to track where you go, how you travel, how you're impacting both the social and the environmental um, environment out there, your um, community, if you will. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, they'll tell you where you're going to, the digital money is going to say, well, you're not going to be allowed to spend that much money. They now have total control over your money too. I mean, this is, people really, I don't think have a clue of how much control when they take over all of this, you won't have the right. And Americans are really pretty used to doing their own thing. But at the same time, they've been so brainwashed into thinking um, diversity and environmental and things like this, that they don't truly understand how much they're being lied to. Everything to do with the environment is, is, is a crock. It's so, so untrue as far as the negative impact. Um, the um, electric cars are much more worse for the environment than the fossil fuel, not to mention you don't have the electricity to do this. So people need to just appreciate the fact that you might want to go someplace, but now you're going to have to ask for permission. Have you been a good person, a good steward of the land and of, of your um, finances and of your um, community in the sense that you're supporting transgendering or whatever else is out there, kind of insanity? And then they'll say, well, okay, yeah, you, you've been a good person, so we'll let you go out to dinner tonight. Uh, but however, you only have so much money, and no, you're not going to be eating meat. You're going to be eating whatever Bill Gates is out there trying to create and stuff like that. And people need to really appreciate how that how they're taking over. This digital money is bad news. They want to, and right now, I mean, this actually I believe already happened in Canada, where they were shutting down people's accounts. They're checking accounts, putting a freeze on their money. And Americans, please wake up. Don't think this isn't going to happen here. They're doing their best. They will, they will do it if we stand on the sidelines. People have to understand it is up to us. They, they will not stop uh, until they get there unless we are the ones who derail their plans, which, of course, is what Trump was trying to do. But we, it's really, truly up to us. And please don't depend on these, this next election. You cannot depend on the political parties to take care of all of this stuff. We're the ones who have to take control. You cannot just go and think, uh, well, this election is going to solve all these problems. They are moving full force right now. Just like you said, they want to go to this digital currency by the end of the year. And what does that do to when the U.S. dollar has no value out there? How does, how does that impact us on a global, um, the global market and everything else? It's, it's really bad news. People need to understand how it's going to impact your quality of life, your rights to do anything, your ability to get a job your ability to just travel about and do stuff. It's people better really appreciate what, what's what's happening here. This is truly a communist takeover of this country. And they said they were going to do it, just like you said, Karen. They're, they're going to use our system against us. They're going to use the, the openness and the willingness of Americans to want to help um, give other people rights. We all, how many of these, uh, so not me, but how many of these people are out there thinking, well, China's going to come around. We're going to get them in the World Trade Organization. They're going to be more like us. No, they're going to. You're, they're going to utilize our culture against us. They're going to buy up. I mean, how many people have already been totally bought off 
uh, by China, the media, how much the media has been bought off by them, how we have sold out our, our, our um, survival by being dependent on them for drugs and our electronics and the um, um, all of it, really. I mean, how, when you try to survive without anything made in China, what happens? Where are we at? So we have sold out our soul to a communist regime. And do, who do we have in office today who's really going to fight to help us? It's going to be up to us. We have got to reject what they're doing. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like I've been on this for about an hour or so, but I'll stop there for, for right now. And <laughs> Thank you. Now, people have to understand who is the enemy. So I, as you were speaking, I made a list. They are the Democrats, the communists, the Marxists, the socialists, the dictators, the fascists, the rhinos, the progressives, the Islamists, the authoritarians, and the tyrants. I could go on and on and on, but it's important to understand that these people have taken over the Democrat Party and the rhinos in the Republican Party. So do not think that this is a party thing because it is not. And these people have sold us out to the United Nations. And they expect that now we will be following the rules and the dictates of the United Nations, which folks I can tell you have been doing for a very long time. I was in the building business and Miami-Dade was the strongest building code and it was followed throughout the country until the universal code became the code and that one came out of the United Nations. We tried very hard to fight that because it wasn't as strict as Miami-Dade and Florida has lots of hurricanes, in case you don't know. Um, we were not successful, so now everyone follows the universal code code, which comes from the United Nations. Now, do we want the United Nations to be in our face and telling us what to do? We don't get our rights from the United Nations. We don't need the United Nations to dictate whether or not we can have guns. It's none of their business, but that won't stop them. And I have asked my good friend, Karen Bracken, who is doing an incredible project to explain a lot of what is going on and then tell us what we can do about it. So, Karen, thank you so much for joining me today. And you are on my fave list because your topic is one of my favorites. Get us out of the U.N., Yes, sir. Thank you so much. It's great to be back with you and Sally. And one of the just to make a few comments about what you you both were talking about um, the elections, you know, even if by some miracle, the Republicans take over both houses of Congress, you still need a president to sign whatever law they pass. So, you know, they can pass all the laws they want. But as long as we have Joe Obama, in the office in the office of president he can just veto everything so people need to understand the election is not the answer to our problem we are the answer to our problem um esg think fascism that's exactly what esg is when business is in bed with the government that is fascism that definition of fascism electric cars there is no war against fossil fuels, people. The war is against mobility. 
Right. If you think that you're going to be allowed right now, they're talking about electric cars because they can't come right out and say, we're not going to allow you to have a car, period. So they go after fossil fuels and the, and the gas driven car. Next will be the electric car because the war is against mobility, not fossil fuels and electric vehicles are not going to be the solution. So Anyhow, they're just my some of my comments about some of the things that you talked about today. Um, anyhow, just to just to, to get back uh, a little bit of background about what we're doing. Uh, back in March of 2022, I started working with a gentleman out of California by the name of James Roguski, and a group of doctors and researchers from countries outside of the United States. And our goal was to create a series of educational webinars to educate the people in the rural countrysides of Asia, Africa, and India, and other countries about the, the COVID vaccines and their effect on our children. And that was our goal when you know we first started out. Uh, as bad as censorship is here in the United States, it is even worse in uh, countries outside of our border. And sadly, Many of these countries follow the lead of the United States. So I was invited along with James to join this group. Um, you know, like I said, of, of people from Malaysia, South Africa, China, Singapore. I mean, and they're all basically doctors and researchers from these countries. Um, then we, we organized and we worked with many of these international groups to fight the amendments that were proposed by the United States, as a matter of fact, uh, to the international health regulations back in May of 2022 that would have handed our sovereignty and the sovereignty of all member states over to the WHO. Now we won that battle, but now we are fighting the pandemic treaty, which was named as Convention Agreement or Other Informational Instrument or better known as CAII. And if this passes, and I believe it will, the WHO will be the United Nations agency that will basic, basically be the UN agency being used to carry out the agenda of the United Nations and the World Economic Forum. And the WHO will be able to call anything at once a public health emergency of international concern. Think climate change, transgenderism, leaves falling in the winter, and we will be required to follow the mandates coming out of the WHO. We'll have nothing to say about it. They will basically control the sovereignty of all their member states. So we have groups right now fighting this treaty, and we have groups to defund the WHO, and we have groups to get out of the United Nations. And that's basically what I'm doing here in the United States. Um, the U.S. is already in a good position because we have legislation already written and sponsored to get the United States out of the United Nations. So on August the 17th, I had released a new substack and a call to action. We have two bills in Congress right now, H.R. 419, which is sponsored by Representative Chip Roy that will defund the WHO. But understand, defunding the WHO does not mean we were out, we are out from under the agreements we made with the WHO. They will still control us. 
Then there is um, HR 7806, which is sponsored by Representative Mike Rogers, which will remove the United States from the United Nations and all of its affiliated agencies, including the WHO, UNESCO, and many other affiliates. This bill has four co-sponsors currently, and luckily my U.S. House Representative Diana Harshbarger is one of the four co-sponsors, and I'll be meeting with her face-to-face on September the 8th to talk about this. H.R. 7806 has 13 sections to the bill, and would you like me to read some of these sections, Karen? Or- you know what? I would love you to read some of the sections because this is so outrageous. But let's take a break and then we'll do that on the flip side because the other thing that we have to talk about is solutions. What can we, the people, do about these atrocities? And folks, there's so many of them. You don't have to be an expert in every single one of them. Pick one you like and be an expert and follow through on that one. So Karen and Sally, Sally, first, if you would tell everybody where they could find you. Uh, Please definitely tune in on Monday nights, uh, Blog Talk Radio. It's um, blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Statesman. We have an open discussion as share information, and we want people to join in and and discuss what's going on. And then um, I have just recently set up an email on Substack, and it's called I love my country at substack.com. So you can reach me at that um, email address too. And and we want to get some candidates and people going on. I don't want to talk too much. I want to be pushing the show. Candidates and, of course, letting people know what's truly happening, understanding communism in America today. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Karen, if you can tell everyone where they can find you. I have a personal substack, karenbracken.substack.com. I put out a newsletter seven days a week. And the initiative that we started for uh, getting the U.S. out of the U.N., is withdrawun.substack.com. So anybody interested in joining that group and uh, looking at the action items that we have set up right now, very simple, easy things to do. Um, You can go to withdrawun.substack.com. And my personal substack is karenbracken.substack.com. Okay, folks. Don't go away. We will be right back with lots more information. This is Karen Schoen. You're listening to the Prism of America's Education brought to you on the America Out Loud talk radio network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. Get active, people. This is what we need. This is our country, and we will not give it away. Be right back. So don't go away. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. 
Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. All right. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the pulpidone iodine-based nasal spray, Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Welcome back, folks. And while we were on a break, I had a chance to take a look at the populist press. I wanted to read you a quote from the press from Elon Musk, who I think is about the only billionaire that really gets what's going on. The green woke globalization policies are endangering the quality of life around the planet and impoverishing people. You think? Well, he's part of that, folks, although now he said he was going to do something with gas cars. I really can hardly wait to see all of those electric cars Uh, During a power outage, sitting on the highway, not being able to move, it will be so nice. And the um, right now upstate in New York, no surprise, and in the New York pumping station, or I guess they're not pumping stations, they're uh, charging stations. Apparently, the copper wire that's used in the uh, cord is being stolen because the copper is worth too much money. Mm-hmm. So the people can't get their cars charged, which is the goal all <laughs> along, as Karen said. Yeah, and then when, you know, when the price of, when the price of a kilowatt hour of energy is a thousand dollars a kilowatt hour, nobody's going to be able to afford to, to charge these cars. So again, exactly. Again, exactly. The goal is to keep you off the road. Yes. And one man wrote in that uh, his car needed a new electric battery, which was going to cost him $30,000. Yep. I don't know of any gas tank that would cost $30,000. 
folks. This is an assault. On thing real quick. Yes. Yeah, real quick on these electric cars. People also need to know you've got to be careful because you can get electrocuted in them too if there's an accident. Be careful oh. what you touch when right you're you're right so there's a lot of things also uh, i keep on asking where does the electricity come from and when we get to the part that it comes from the the uh, grid and i ask where does the electricity come from i get no answer except a lot of frustration because they don't want to recognize that electricity is generated. You need the power source to generate it. And that comes from coal and natural gas. Yeah. So uh, this is going to be very interesting. I can just see the police uh, in their little electric cars stalled on the highway as the criminal is waving why as he's waving, going by in his gas automobile. And I want to know who's going to stand for 12 hours and charge the darn thing. That is insanity. So again, this whole thing is not have anything to do with the cars. It has to do with you not being able to go anyplace. And this is Karen Schoen. You're listening to the Prism of America's Education brought to you on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. And before we left on the break, Karen Bracken was explaining to us the egregious things that the United Nations is doing. And folks, everything bad that's happening right now is being done on purpose, and it's being done by groups that are connected to the United Nations. This is what they want. They want us impoverished. They want all the money. And they do such crafty things uh, like Bill Gates. Uh, how many people know that Bill Gates is now a 50% owner in Chevron and Occidental Petroleum? which I thought he hated. Well, why did he buy that? Why would he buy the company so that he can control it and then determine what price he wants to charge or even determine how much gas they want to pump or whatever it is that they intend to do. Or maybe he will make Chevron and Occidental into green companies so that they can go bust and steal all of our money like Solyndra. In any event, folks, what is about to happen to us, if we allow it to continue, is not going to be pleasant at all. So I would like Karen to please continue and tell us what we can do about it, because that's what we need to hear. What can we do? Right. Well, you know, getting out of the United Nations is definitely one of the solutions um, I think the timing, you know, we've been trying to get out of the United Nations since way back in the Dr. Ron Paul days, um, but I don't think the timing was right. I think the timing is right now because we have other countries outside of the United States organizing as we speak to also follow the lead of the United States and get out of the United Nation, Nations once and for all. And um Prior to the break, we were talking about uh, an initiative that is started in the United States to support H.R. 7806, which is sponsored by Representative Mike Rogers, a Republican out of Alabama. And this legislation has 
13 sections to it. And just to review some of the sections, uh, section one is the title of the bill, which is the American Sovereignty Restoration Act of 2022. Section two is about the repeal of the United Nations Participation Act of 1945, termination of membership in the UN and all affiliate agencies, closure of the UN mission to the United Nations. And that the US mission to the United Nations is a group of people that sit in the headquarters in New York and they kind of are like the liaison between the United States and the United Nations uh, creating and implementing policies. So that would be gone as well. Good riddance. Uh, section three is repeal the UN headquarters agreement. That's kicking them out of New York. Uh, section four is ending the US assessed and voluntary contributions to the United Nations and all affiliate agencies. So that means no more U.S. dollars going to the U.N., which is the United States is the largest funder of the United Nations. So people, our hard-earned money is paying for our own demise. So that's section four. Section five is termination, no funds for the U.N. peacekeeping operations. That's a joke, isn't it? Peacekeeping <laughs> Right. Uh, no member of the U.S. military may serve under the command of the United Nations. Section six, withdrawal of U.N. presence in facilities of the government of the U.S. and repeal of diplomatic immunity. That's another good one. That's a very good one. Seven, repeal UNESCO. Um, number eight is repeal of the United Nations Environmental Program Participation Act of 1973. Think UN Agenda 21, 2030 Agenda, Great Reset, Green New Deal, Build Back Better. I say Build Back Broke. That would repeal all of this stuff. Repeal of U.S. participation in the WHO, defund and end participation. Number 10, repeal of involvement in UN conventions and agreements. Number 11, reemployment with US government after service with an international organization. Basically, this is just employee, United States citizens who are employees um, would not lose their job. They would still have a job somewhere. Um, notification, the Secretary of State will serve notice to the United Nations. Number 13, the effective date of this is two years after the enactment of this act. And that's one section here I think we need to discuss. I think two years is way too long, um, especially if you're, let's just say this gets approved in a Republican, a Republican presidency at the end of that presidency and gets picked up by the next presidency, which could be Democratic then what's going to happen? You know, they'll, they'll just nix the whole deal. So there, that's just a real brief overview of the 13 sections. This bill is very easy to read. It's an understand. It's not real long. It's not riddled with a bunch of mumbo jumbo, very easy to understand. And our priorities right now, again, withdrawun.substack.com our priorities right now is to get a huge number of subscribers 
because numbers mean something to the legislators and to increase the number of co-sponsors as well. When a group is formed, legislators are always impressed by the number of members. Um, if we have 100 members, they're not going to be impressed and they're not going to be motivated to act. But if we can tell them we've got 10,000 Americans or members signed up on that web stack, Substack site, uh, it's going to get their attention. And, and it's going to let them know that the American people want out of the United Nations. So I would ask um, your audience to sign up for the free Substack, withdrawun.substack.com. Um, that was created and spread the word. And there are also simple actions that people can take on this website. Right now, I just put some simple stuff out there. There's a couple links that you can click on and send right off to your legislators. Uh, there are some actions. There's some scripts. If you want to call and ask your representative to be a co-sponsor on this bill. Right now, there's only four co-sponsors. Um, we need to have more co-sponsors because that moves a bill along. It's sitting in the Foreign Affairs um, Committee right now. But the Substack will give you some easy, simple uh, actions to take. Right now, I want to build the subscriber numbers. That's the most important thing because come November, depending on how the election turns out, if it turns out to be a Republican majority in both houses, we have one set of action items we're going to take. If we end up with a Democrat majority or a de Democrat majority in one House of Congress, then we're going to have to implement a different strategy. Um, I also talked to Representative Rogers' office because um, we will be starting up a new Congress, which means all current legislation that has not been passed by the end of the current Congress will basically be withdrawn. Uh, Representative Rogers' office assured me that this legislation will be reintroduced in the new Congress. It'll probably have a new number, but it will be uh, reintroduced. So our efforts were not, you know, are not going to go by the wayside. If by some uh, let's say horrible thing, Representative Rogers does not get elected again. Um, my representative, Diana Harshbarger, is a co-sponsor on this bill. And when I meet with her on September the 8th, I want to get her assurance that if Representative Rogers isn't around, that you know she will pick up the mantle for this bill and sponsor it. So that's pretty much what I have Um you know, on this campaign. And again, this is, this is so important, folks. You have only, a, a, Karen really only touched the surface of what the damage the United Nations has done to the United States as they have raped us over the years because the other member, uh, <clears throat> the other member countries did not pay what they were expected to. It wasn't just NATO that they didn't pay. It was their dues to the United Nations. So who, of course, picked it up? America. We are the patsy for everyone. You mentioned UNESCO, Karen. Wow. And um, UNESCO, remember, brought us Common Core. And Bill Gates, through Microsoft, wrote the program. 
And what is Common Core? It was a program that assured that the American people would be two years behind in school. The American kids would be two years behind in school. It said that. We knew that. And yet they implemented it anyway. Worldwide Common Core, make everybody dumb. And all of these um, climate policies get started with some organization faction arm from the United Nations. Uh, Karen, you had something that yeah, you just, just to about add. UNESCO to remind people that Ronald Reagan actually removed the United States from UNESCO during his administration, um, basically stating that they were a communist front group. Uh, George Bush, baby George Bush Jr., um, he joined us back up with UNESCO, and very shortly thereafter, Bill Gates actually signed an agreement to support global education and the United the United Nations Constitution. It would be nice if he supported the United States Constitution, but uh, so you know, here's from the words of Ronald Reagan: UNESCO was a communist front. Yep, absolutely. It was, still is. <laughs> and uh, the IPCC that regulates and gives us these phony data for climate control, which is really people control. You can't control the climate. There's no way. That would, I mean, I, I tell everybody, oh, really? Then go out and yell at the blizzard and tell it to stop snowing. That's about as stupid as the things that they're offering. And what are they doing? They're gonna try to starve us to death by depleting the planet of carbon dioxide, which is needed to produce food. Of course, then we go back to the original plan, which is to depopulate the planet. But that's not where I wanna go right now. Sally, you did something that I would hope you can share with everyone because people do not understand the power of writing letters. And if you don't try folks, then you don't know if it's going to work. But Sally, if you would not mind sharing what you did recently on the roads. Yeah. Anybody that's known has known me for any length of time knows that I get outraged by these crazy toll taxes, the toll roads. So it's nothing but highway robbery, a scam against uh, the people. It's a very, very regressive tax. Um, and I mean, it's, it's just as insane as the 87,000 IRS agents. Um, and in the past, you would hear people say, well, we're going to create all these new jobs. Uh, you build the express authority to create all these new jobs. And OK, so we're going to hire people to take our money from us. Gosh, what a deal, you know. So anyway, <laughs> I have been fighting the, the toll taxes for years. And um, I had sent plenty of information in to uh, Governor DeSantis. And when he was first being elected, he was talking about his concerns. He understood the cost burden it was, et cetera, et cetera. And um, uh, actually had a meeting with the, the Secretary of Transportation at one point. It, well, I wasn't real, real convinced they were sincere in it, but they did appease me to just go ahead and say, you know, okay, now we can say that we did meet with her. Um, but anyway, then I hadn't ordered a lot. And of course, COVID came around and everything else. But just uh, recently, uh, I uh, was contacted by the governor's office. Um, her name is uh, Brandy Brown. She's um, a director of the strategic initiatives for the state of Florida. And she was asking me about it and wanting more information and, and wanting to understand the true impact of it. So it, it just out of the blue, I got the call. And so now I've been communicating with her 
uh, Governor DeSantis has done a discount in, in uh, one area right now on the toll roads to give a toll, uh, a tax break to the users. And so we're hoping that's going to expand more and more. So again, if you're um, tired of being told to that, I mean, if you live in the central Florida area, you might as well have a state income tax because all the expressways are trying to put a new toll down, State Road 50 down the middle of it. I mean, it, it's, it's unbelievable what they will do. For, and it's all just a cash cow for the developers and the um, politicians. It's truly a slush fund. We need to let uh, Governor DeSantis know we want um, tax reform and these toll roads and how much they increase cost of living and, of course, travel and everything else. And he's, he's taken some steps on it. So there's here and we just need to keep uh, motivating and supporting him doing something like that. And again, anybody can contact me through the um, uh, I love my country at substack.com. Send me an email there. If you're interested in getting involved in it or would like to speak with Brandy, I can send the, the contact information. Brandy, of course, you can find her through the governor's office on the website as well and say, yeah, we're, we're taxed enough already. Let's, uh, let's get rid of these regressive, very, very regressive taxes. And also adding in there public-private partnerships. They're all a big part of this too. And in some cases, in fact, probably more so than I want to admit, a lot of foreign interest in this too. So we're giving money to foreign entities and while they're taxing us to death and ruining and destroying our quality of life. So. That was a point that I wanted to bring out because people uh, don't understand the tentacles of groups like the United Nations. Um, I remember on a toll road in Miami-Dade County, and as I'm driving, the toll is changing. And then when I went back to look up how this could be happening, not only did I find that the toll road was privately held by the Spanish government. They were managing our toll roads. This is what I mean when I say foreign interference, and the majority of this is coming from the United Nations. Think about the immigrants, the illegals that are flooding this country right now. Yes, Biden's open border, I understand that, but it costs a lot of money, and a lot of the money is coming from the United Nations. So, Getting out of the United Nations, I believe, would probably be one of the smartest things that we could do. And hopefully, uh, we will take charge and do it. Folks, these people have power because we give it to them. We have to stop doing that. And one of the ways we can stop doing it is to stop supporting corporations like Goodwill, that is a United Nations funded corporation. They're, they originally were part of one of the United Nations arms. We have to look and see where we're spending our money and spend it wisely. Why would we want to buy more garbage from China if we can buy something in America? So I am hardly shopping anymore. Yeah. Of course, I have no room in my closets anyway. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, I am not, I mean, you need another shirt from China? No, I don't need another shirt from China. I don't need another dish from China. I don't need anything from China. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go to 
garage sales and house sales and buy things that are recycled if I really, really need something. But folks, we're going through horrible times, a horrible, this is a horrible recession and probably going to lead to a depression. Don't buy anything. Give them a taste of their own medicine. Mm -hmm. Stop spending your money. Remember, I hope that in the 60s and 70s, and you can look this up, what was one of the most successful thing, tools used to fight civil rights? The boycott. The people stopped using public transportation. They started grouping together and riding in taxis, and the taxi drivers were charging the same dime that the bus companies were charging. Why? Because boycotts work. So please look before you spend your money. And if it's a country that says, I hate America, don't buy it. Why would you be giving them more money? We have to stop doing that. We only have a few minutes left, and I'm really sorry about that. But once again, Karen, if you could tell everyone where they can find you and a brief summary before we leave. Sure. Um, uh, the uh, initiative or the campaign to withdraw the United States from the United Nations is withdrawun.substack.com. I also have a personal substack, karenbracken.substack.com, and I put out a newsletter seven days a week, and it's just basically trying to educate people on all of this stuff that we're talking about tonight, and then some. Um, and that's I have been reading Karen Bracken's Substack, and folks, what I like about it is Karen back backs up everything she says and tells you, go here, listen to that person out of their own mouth, tell you this. And it's all there. And it is so important that we use this information because we cannot allow them to continue to demonize us using talking points, knowing full well that they can't back up anything they say. I keep on waiting for somebody to say, Show me where that person is a racist. Tell me an example. Give me an example for what you're talking about. They can't do it. But if we don't know our facts, we can't challenge them. Mm -hmm. So it's very important. Her substacks are wonderful. Sign up for them and subscribe. And Miss Sally, you're going to have a substack also. And so am I. You have started something, Karen Bracken. Miss yeah. Sally, where can everyone find you? Uh, please, again, uh, tune in on Monday evenings. It's uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time to um, blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Statesman. Please join the discussion, share the information. I put out um, a lot of links out there, too, because it's not about what we think. We're, we're, we're sharing facts. We're, we're backing up the information because we know you can't depend on the mainstream media. We've got to turn them off. Or listen to them and say, well, we know that's wrong, so now let's go find the truth. And we've got to seek the truth, and we've got to share share the truth. It's the only way we can save our country, and we it, need to do it. Absolutely. Folks, the big key to this is sharing and not allowing the government to push you into isolation whereby you don't talk to anybody. It is so important. And it's important for two things. 
not only should you be talking to others who are like-minded so you learn more information, but you also have to turn around and talk to those people who are confused and you have to go to them. They're not going to come to you. So if there's an organization in your community, go and talk to the head of the NAACP. Talk to them about education. You will be shocked to see that they are, have more in common with you than you are being led to believe. And so will they. And once you start that relationship, you'll be surprised. You'll be able to talk to that person. And eventually you might be able to say, hey, you're voting for the Democrat. Are you nuts? That'll take a while. <laughs> but the importance of keeping an open line of communication, I cannot I cannot say how important that is. It is their goal to shut us up. It is their goal to depopulate us. It is their goal to impoverish us and make us into slaves. It is also their goal to provide us with drugs and video games. And that can be found on YouTube under Dr. Harari, who said, People are just hackable instruments. Give them video games and drugs and they'll be happy. If not, send them to a gulag. Really? This is what they have in store for us? We cannot allow them to do that. Well, folks, I hope you all have an absolutely wonderful week and I hope that you have learned a lot. This is Karen Schoen. You have been listening to the Prism of America's Education, brought to you on the America Out Loud talk radio network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. And I must give a plug to the Alliance. Folks, we are working on legislation. Florida has been giving choice to parents. We have some wonderful programs, and it is time now to go back and expand some of them because we believe getting our foot in the door is the most important thing. And then we can expand what we're doing from that. And that's what we're up to. So go and take a look at the legislation that we are working on and use it in your state. That's what sharing is all about. We will learn from you. You learn from us. And together we grow and grow and grow. That's the concept of America, people. Everybody becomes the best that they can be. And then they work together, which create incredible products. This is the road we should be headed on, and we will get there. With everyone's help, we will get there. God bless you all. Have a wonderful week. But I'll always stand proud and free. I'm America, don't tread on.